Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Monday morning. Hope everybody is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day running. And I know Mondays, as a rule, is not fun, and it is met with dread, <laughs> and you, you you wish it would not come, but guess what? It's it's here, so like it, love it, love it. It's going to be what it's going to be, so you can make it miserable, you can make it fun. You, it's a, a matter of your attitude, how you want to approach the day. And if you work in any kind of retail or public service, the chances of dealing with a jerk are extremely high. <laughs> the chances of dealing with many jerks are extremely high. Trust me, I know I have worked in uh, uh, retail. I've worked in doctor's offices. I've worked in um, other areas of uh, uh, dealing with people. And uh, it is uh, inevitable that you're going to run across people that just... Apparently their job in life is to uh, try to make it as hard and as difficult as it can for you. And then, of course, you always have the the, the arrogant supervisor boss that, uh, that nobody likes and uh, that just uh, they're, uh, want to flaunt their authority and make it tough on you. Or what's even better is that it's the co-worker who has no more authority or power than you do but thinks that they are over you and uh, want to tell you how to do your job and how to do things better. And they're sitting around on their duff and doing jack squat. So <laughs> those are the ones you really want to choke, you know, and uh, or they're, they're kissy kissy to the boss's backside and uh, don't know where the boss ends and they begin. And they, you know, and uh, uh, and so you're working your fanny off while they get to goof and doof. So it's stuff like that that makes Mondays like, ugh, <laughs> you know. You got your favorite coworkers, and then when they're gone or they're out sick, it's like, oh man, you know. <laughs> so it's part of it, people. Like I said, I've been there, done it, and wrote the book on it. So um, you now let's just try to face today with anticipation and joy and allowing the Lord's light to shine through us this day and uh, bring glory to him. You know, I, I love, I love uh, the verse that this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And uh, that's, there's a lot of truth in that and let us be glad in that. And uh, uh, so God did create this wonderful day. If you woke up this morning, God's got a plan. He's got a purpose for your life. So let's be excited and find out what that is today. So, well, uh, if we may, let us uh, do our Pledge of Allegiance as we do each morning. And uh, let me get over here for those who are on our website so that they can... Uh, uh, join us on this and let me bring it up here for social media i urge you please to move your hat to stand and uh whoop, hit the wrong button there. there we go i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all that's one thing we won't be doing here is re is removing under God in the pledge because in order for this nation to succeed, we must have God first. And that's one thing that we need to pray about is to uh, uh, really uh, the hearts and minds be turned uh, like never before. Uh, I think it's uh, without a doubt we are living in the last days and uh, we're seeing such rebellion 
uh, within our country, against the law enforcement, against God, and uh, it's just uh, and against authority. And I tell you guys, watch that RNC uh, as they were leaving the convention, and these people putting their middle fingers in their faces and screaming obscenities at them. Uh, they are better people than I am because uh, I might be a pastor, but I'm still a redneck. <laughs> it's something I have to pray about. It's something I have to work on. Now, I'll be honest with you. It's something I really have to work on. But uh, I'm telling you right now, uh, if they'd got in my face and done that, Let's just say that they would, um, their jaws would be wired shut and they would be doing their breakfast this morning through a straw. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that is not the godly attitude. We're supposed to turn the other cheek. I understand that. I know. Before you start writing those cards and letters, <laughs> I understand. I know. But uh, I just, the, the, I can't stand somebody in my face uh, doing something like that. And, and I think that's the problem. I think until some of these punks get their heads busted a little bit, uh, I think that's what it may have to take to, to get their attention that uh, you need to learn some respect and sometimes le some lessons are more painful than others. <laughs> so I'll just leave that alone. All right, I probably got myself in enough trouble this morning as it is. So I'll probably get some emails. You're supposed to be as a pastor and as a pastor, I found your language. Uh, you know, and you know, I've already gotten emails already. I've never seen a pastor act the way you do. Thank goodness. I don't want to act like a lot of pastors out there. They're such, such show such arrogance and, and such, uh, 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 you know, uh, put it on airs and, and think they're better than everybody else. I can, I, you know, I don't want to be like that. So I'd rather to be real and be myself than to try to act like something I'm not. So I just can't stand pretentious people. And I just, just, just got to be yourself and uh, that's all we can do. Right, so well, let's uh, look at our Bible verse this morning. We're going to look at... Uh, John chapter 12, uh, verse 26. So, John, so let me bring that up here in case that way you can follow along. Sorry, Whoa. I don't know that one. Okay, thank you, Alexa. <laughs> let's see. Uh, okay, hey, let's try this. Alexa, quote us John 12, 26. According to the King James Bible, John 12, 26 reads, If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am. There shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. There you go, guys. Yeah, we had Alexa do our morning passage this morning of John 12, 26. If any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also be also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Well, there you go. We had uh, uh, some technology helping us with our uh, morning verse. Uh, not that it was intentional, that was not planned, but uh, at least uh, uh, she was uh, nice enough to uh, help us along this morning. <laughs> so, well, you know, we look at this passage here uh, this morning. Uh oh, whoa, whoa, grabbing stuff here and knocking everything over. Um, we look at this passage here in John 12 26. And you look at uh, the word mediocre, all right, and it comes from the Latin. Uh, meaning halfway to the peak. And uh, uh, as Christians, we, uh, uh, there we can, uh, you can look at it as, as one respect of, of uh, uh, analogy of climbing a mountain. And uh, you can look at some Christians or, as, or in general uh, that uh, we uh, are above the hardened sinner, uh, but 
uh, not as far as the shining saint, if you will. And, uh, and uh, of course, that comes from uh, A.W. Pink, and uh, I did say it right, uh, A.W. Tozer, A.W. Pink, A.W. Tozer, uh, where I quoted that from. But, because uh, I don't want to take credit for something that's not my own wording. Uh, but, you know, when you look at this, all right, you know, when, when people get saved, they're on fire, they're excited about the Lord, they're ready to, to climb that mountain, they want to, to get to the top, and... Um, and as Christians season, if you will, it seems like they get to that halfway point of mediocrity, uh, that halfway to the peak. And not only do they settle there, they may even lose ground. You know, as one thing I was talking about last night in our passage of Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, is that a, a Christian is always moving. Uh, we're always moving in a direction, uh, hopefully closer to the Lord. Uh, then that we should never be still. We're not. We, you know, we're simply just wandering mindlessly around. We should always be striving for that mind of Christ. We should always be growing. We should always be bearing that fruit, uh, demonstrating uh, that spirit of righteousness. And I'm afraid that so many Christians, uh, where they have made compromises with the world, uh, where they uh, are no longer hungry, where they're no longer on fire for the things of Christ. They've, they've reached that level of mediocrity. They're halfway between, to the peak and uh, and are not gaining ground, are no longer growing, are no longer learning, no longer trying uh, to strive to have that mind of Christ. That is not a good thing. You know, we look, look at Revelation 14 in regards to the uh, uh, Church of Laodicea, uh, looking at the lukewarm. And uh, what that's referring to, you know, you think of lukewarm water, oh, you know, nobody wants that. You know, you, you have hot water, hot water for, for bathing or, or for cleansing, uh, and you have cold water for refreshment. Uh, but what that comes from is in Roman times, uh, in the, well, particularly in, in Laodicea, uh, the aqueduct that uh, uh, transported the water was over six miles away. And by the time that water got to its destination, it was lukewarm. It was good for nothing. You didn't want to drink it. There's really not much use you wanted for it because of, uh, it, was just, it was just nasty. And, uh, and that's one reason why we see that God said he will spew you out of his mouth. You know, the, my friends, my encouragement here this morning is that we cannot be lukewarm Christians. You cannot stay in a level of mediocrity. We have to be advancing in the kingdom. Uh, you know, onward Christian soldiers, you know, uh, we need to uh, be advancing. We need to be excited about the things of Jesus Christ. And so many people, you know, I was telling my dad the other day, you know, uh, sometimes some refer to the 70s uh, as the Third Great Awakening. And uh, yes, I was, I was born in 72, and so my, my lifespan within the 70s was only uh, uh, eight years <laughs> but, uh, of my life. But, it is, uh, but I still nonetheless remember uh, uh, in the, uh, that when Dad uh, come to the ministry, when he became a pastor, and he would go around, he would travel, he would go, we would go with him, he'd only, but he'd do uh, uh, revivals, uh, he'd go to a lot of different youth camps, you know, I, there's always that, I always remember that uh, distinctive smell uh, in a in a camp, I don't know, I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, in the bunkhouse and stuff, it wasn't that just stuck or smelled, and like, yeah, it's just, there was just this, always this distinctive uh, smell, and I remember, of course, you know, this before uh, Facebook and, and social
social media and cell phones and you know they'd be playing ping pong and and uh volleyball and they'd be you know everybody just laughing having a good time interacting with one another but I, one thing that i always remember specifically is the excitement uh the zeal uh, uh to to listen to the gospel they 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 meant it with anticipation they meant it with excitement and i remember that when i mean it would be crowded in these halls i mean crowded uh, with these young people these 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 teenagers uh or or even young adults wanting to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. I remember that distinctly uh, at different places my dad would go to speak at. Of course, he was, he was very young. I mean, he was 18 when he had had my uh, goofy rear end, so he was, he was uh, uh, very young as well. And, uh, and it was just amazing, those on the edge of their seat uh, listening. Uh, and stories that um, illustrations he would use would would invoke emotion and draw them in, and they wanted more of Jesus Christ. But then I look around today, and, and this is not a slant on anyone uh, within the church, my own church, or any other church. It's not a slant against you watching this morning. But I look around, and it's and 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 and, and it's great. And you, you you feel like there's people that come to church like. Well, let me get this over with today. Golly, I can't wait to go on that motorcycle ride. I can't wait to get this over with so I can go get some lunch. Or I can't wait to this over with um, so I can get the heck out of here. You know, it's it's like, um, you know, you see people looking down. You see people looking at their phones and, or, you know, just goofing or doofing. I mean, it's just, you know, and again, I'm not trying to put anybody down. You know, praise God you're there. I praise God that you're at church. At least you're making the effort. Praise God for that. But... Did you hear what I said? At least you're making the effort. Again, is that a level of mediocrity? Are you just, are you just, you know, well, hey, at least I made it, be glad, kind of attitude? Or are you coming with anticipation? You're coming with longing. You're coming with wanting to hear the word of God, to hear what the pastor, uh, what God has laid in that pastor's heart uh, to be said. What can you glean from that? When you read God's word, are you praying, God, show me something that I'm not seeing? Uh, are we meeting God with great anticipation, with excitement, with zeal? And that when we learn and when we hear that we're excited and that we can't wait to get out and tell other people about the love of Jesus Christ. We want to tell our coworkers, who are our family, our friends, uh, people we meet in the street, people we see at, uh, at Wally World or at restaurants, wherever you're at, at, social media, whatever it is, you want to tell others because you are excited about the things of Jesus Christ. That mediocrity is not acceptable that you want to make it to the top of the mountain peak that you want continual growth you want to get to learn and to to bear that good fruit that that faith producing good works that you are wanting uh, more of Jesus Christ and by and so by faith producing good works you want to do things that are pleasing to the father that's why we can read this with all you know if any man serve me again John 12 26 if any man serve me let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also be also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Let us serve Jesus Christ with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, with all of our strength, with all of our being. You know, let's get back to that excitement that that drew you to Jesus Christ. That excitement, that 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 that, that calling, that uh, that whatever uh, made you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. That you get back to that excitement again. I would love to see. Uh, you know, here we're seeing all these young people 
that uh, are wanting to riot, uh, wanting to destroy, uh, wanting to defy authority, who are killing each other in the streets, uh, and uh, and anyone who opposes them, they they want to uh, scream down, and uh, uh, you know, and, and it's so sad because their lack of upbringing, the lack of fathers in the home, the lack of church, the lack of discipline, the lack of God. And it's evident. It is. It is clearly evident uh, in in what we're seeing and going on in our country. Wouldn't it be amazing? Uh, just like when I was talking about when I was a kid and seeing these this excitement uh, in these young people's faces when they understood Jesus Christ. When they understood what Christ come to do to save them from a very real hell, to give them eternal life, to see all this hate. To see all this division turned to peace, turn to God's love, turn to accepting and knowing Jesus Christ our personal Lord and Savior with great zeal and excitement. Man, and being in all the 70s where it's considered the third great awakening, wouldn't it be great if 2020 was considered the fourth great awakening? If we could just touch the hearts and minds. Uh, we're, we're so filled uh, with anger. We're so filled with frustration, uh, and uh, we're upset with politics. We're upset with division. We're upset with uh, race division. We're upset with uh, so our jobs and the loss of, or uh, you know, or whatever it may be. And so we take that out on social media. We take that out on uh, those who, um, uh, you know, I get so upset uh, so many times. Well, just like yesterday. Uh, Elon Musk has come out with some uh, uh, some amazing piece of technology that can be implanted in the brain that you can control technology with the mind. I mean, it could be a great benefit. Uh, I watched the video. They have actually implanted this into a pig um, to uh, have a further understanding how this could be have possible implications. And, um, you know, and it, it could really maybe really help uh, handicapped people. Well, of course, uh, one thing that you always have is people coming in, I'll not take the mark of the beast. Well, you know, first of all, it's not the mark of the beast because the, the, the Antichrist has not been revealed yet. The Antichrist has to be revealed first, and then that's when the mark of the beast will come about. What the mark of the beast is, we don't know. See, people thought that credit cards or debit cards were the mark of the beast. I remember that as a kid. I remember that distinctly. I won't use no debit card or credit card. You know, other people say, well, you know, uh, you know, don't be afraid of technology, all right? If you're worried about the government tracing you or tracking you or controlling Controlling you, that ship has sailed. All right, his cell phone alone has accomplished that. But um, you know, so we shouldn't be afraid of technology and thinking that every piece of technology is is going to be a source of evil. Well, of course, you have people on there doing that. And I started to to write something, and I thought I just don't want to get involved in this. It just it's a lost cause. But then you had these other idiots on there. The trolls come out of the woodwork, and and, and they even said, uh, uh, you know, let's, let's hear the the mark of the beast loonies and uh, listening to their fairy tales. And it's so sad to see that so many people refer to God's word as as fairy tales, you know, and they do not understand the truth and the reality of God's word. And uh, you know, it doesn't change the reality of that truth just because you don't want to believe it. And uh, it's so sad to see that. There's a couple of people on there that I just, man, I tell you what, some of the crap they were spewing uh, against God's word just really, man, I tell you what, I really had to 
chew my tongue off. I wanted to go off so bad, but that's what they want. They want to invoke that emotion so they can say, yeah, look at this angry Christian here, and this is why I'm not, a, you know, that's what they want. And that's why we have, don't give in to the trolls. Don't even respond to them, you know? Don't give them a platform. That's what they're wanting. So, uh, you know, the point is, we can allow that hate and, and venom to affect us and to respond in a negative way. Let us be that light in the world of darkness. Let us not be lukewarm. Let us not be that church of Laodicea. And we're going to see that in the last days, and we're seeing it now. We're seeing a ton of lukewarm Christians. We're seeing that apathy. We're seeing that complacency. We're seeing that lack of interest in the church, the lack of interest in the Word of God, the lack of interest in spiritual growth. They're more concerned with things that are in the world. They're more concerned, you know, that's always, uh, you know, looking at Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 last night, uh, putting away every weight and sin. And there are those things that may not necessarily be sinful, but they're not beneficial in helping you in your Christian walk. And if you're allowing relationships or job or whatever it may be to get in the way of your walk with Christ, you need to put those things to the side and do and focus on what is important with your walk with Jesus Christ. My friends, my encouragement here this morning is just that encouragement. Let us have an excitement. Let us have a zeal like we have never known before. Let us pray about that and that God's Spirit will fill us and that it will be evident in our lives. And maybe, just maybe, if we can get to have that excitement, what if it would spread? What if it became to, to spread just like a wildfire, like we're seeing, you know, horribly as it is, that, that wildfire in, in California, the out of control and the loss of homes. That's a negative. But let us have a spiritual wildfire that would sweep this nation and touch hearts and minds like never before, and that people will come to know the love of Jesus Christ, and they'll come to know that excitement, that joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. Let us pray. Therefore, our Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love, your joy, your peace overflowing. Lord, I pray for another great awakening to sweep this nation, a revival that has like no other and touched hearts and minds like never before. Lord, let Christians snap out of their mediocrity. Let us uh, remember the climb to the top of the mountain. Lord, let us uh, not be happy and that halfway place, that halfway to the peak, let us continue to climb, let us continue to grow, and let us meet you with great zeal, anticipation, and excitement. Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us. God, want you to protect us this day. Keep us safe and well. And Lord, again, be with this nation. Bring uh, peace and healing on, uh, with this division that we're seeing. And Lord Jesus, please touch the hearts and minds of all the people in this nation. Let them come to know you before it's too late. Be with our police officers. Lord, let them know they are loved, needed, and appreciated. And Lord, I pray you be with our brother and sister in Christ, Ron and Thelma Thompson, Roger Winters, Mr. Murph. I pray, Lord, you be with Troy and Ginger Hood. And uh, continue healing upon Troy. And Lord, I pray that you be with her neighbor that uh, suffered this uh, catastrophic injury uh, to their hand and that you bring healing upon them. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Wendy Lee and Kim Penix and uh, bring healing upon them. Lord, I pray that you be with my dad. You help him get to feeling better. And 
Lord, I just pray that uh, you be with our president, give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, and discernment that he needs, and protection about him and his family. Lord, let us be a witness for you today. Let us bear good fruit and be a light in the world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always a pleasure and honor to get to share these uh, morning devotionals. I hope they're an encouragement to you uh, each and every day. If you'd like to share these devotions, of course, you can always find me here on social media at Dr. Young 77 If you or your friends or family don't do social media, always remember they can always watch live on our website at Dr. Matha I'm sorry, <laughs> at Fountain Life Bible Church, FLBConline.com. And uh, if they don't do, uh, uh, if they uh, don't want to do that after I do the live devotions, uh, I upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and they can watch the devotions there. If you haven't already, be sure and subscribe to the Doc Young's Chronicles uh, podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, uh, audio only, but you can listen to all the sermons, all of our uh, podcasts and devotions that we share on here each morning. And... Uh, so I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Over my shoulder, retracing every step, trying to forget. And I see the mountaintops I've journeyed over, and I see the valleys deep. I crawled on my hands and knees Pages of memories Filled with joy and stained with tears They call my name And if I listen I can hear them say yeah.